Hi, I'm Trey, and welcome to Bullshit Free Witchcraft, a brand spanking new podcast that aims to explain and discuss the modern witchcraft movement, minus any of the bullshit that often gets tossed on top of things. That's that's our premise. Because, let's face it, as a community, we, uh, we tend to get wrapped up in ourselves as witches, and uh, <laughs> often can't see the forest for the trees, which is kind of ironic, considering that a large portion of the modern witchcraft movement is made up by people who are in nature-based religions. But that's just, you know, a little bit of irony there. And uh, frankly, when you come down to it, a lot of books and explanations that are out there tend to get cloaked in aesthetic and ritual and occasionally complete malarkey. And while that stuff can be really fun, and I think aesthetics are an important part of everyone's craft because, well, you know, aesthetics are neat... I, I personally have always felt it's it's best to look at things wide-eyed. We should build the honest foundations with an understanding of what we're doing before we start, you know, doing decorative things like hanging the drapes. Also, frankly, there are some people out there in this community who have passed around bad information for years, and I want to dispute those things too. Because just because you read it somewhere doesn't mean it's right. And, uh... <laughs> There are good people who pass on bad information because they read a source that wasn't really the the best thing out there. So it's it's really just important to be honest with ourselves and our craft. Now, every writer and author obviously comes from a point of view out there, and as a disclaimer, so do I. I'm going to try to be objective as I can be on this podcast, but I'm still human. And if what I'm saying doesn't feel right, look it up. Feel free to bring it to me. Check my sources. Or if I don't source something because I say it in an offhand comment, uh, uh, look it up. And if you find stuff that disagrees with me, um, give it to me. I'd, I'd honestly like to know because uh, I'm human. I can make mistakes, but I'm always up for good-spirited debate if it's in good faith. Maybe you'll change my mind. Not infallible most days. And as a second disclaimer, this show is going to be a little Wicca-heavy sometimes. I've been a practicing Wiccan for over 20 years. Uh, specifically, I'm an eclectic, solitary Wiccan witch who follows a simplest tradition. And while my goal is to address as many kinds of witchcraft as possible on this show, and uh, I want to cover everything, and I definitely do not want to ever present it that Wicca and witchcraft are synonyms, because they are not. Um, because I'm a Wiccan, that's that's what I know best, and it's it's probably going to color my perspective. And I'm not going to lie. And uh, if 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 you, a listener, think that I am going a little too far in that direction, uh, call me out. Make a comment on the website. Uh, I'm sure that there's a contact form up on the the website, which is bsfreewitchcraft.trhonline.com right now because I'm too cheap to pay for a second domain. And uh, just just go ahead and yell at me. I encourage you to yell at me. That's, yeah. Uh, long term, I also plan, uh, when it comes to some other topics, I'm going to bring on some guests onto the show and uh, from other paths to help fill in my blind spots and cover other topics that I'm not necessarily the best person to talk about. Uh, but we need to start somewhere. And... That's where we are. Speaking of starting somewhere, 
Um, this episode is about building foundations, and before we go into anything too deeply on this show, we need to review the basics. What we want to do is go through the frequently asked questions before we talk about anything else. Any tough subject is going to need us to have vocabulary, and while I'm sure that many of the people listening to this might be experienced witches, there's also people who may tune into this as some of their earliest exposure to witchcraft. So I need to, uh... I need to effectively uh, lay out the terms that I'm going to be using. And frankly, it'll help you understand me later as we go on down the road. So, again, let's address this and all of the questions with what everyone starts with. What is a witch? Oh boy, we're going to start out with the easy and hard one. A witch is anyone who practices some sort of... Of witchcraft. That's it. It's not a gendered term, so if you're a man, a woman, non-binary person, or any other flavor of human being, I forgot to mention, you can be a witch. Anyone who tells you otherwise is wrong, and I've got sources to back it up. I thought male witches were called warlocks. So, not really... Uh, warlock basically means oathbreaker, and while you'll see some people claim it means the betrayed by the coven or some sort of witch-based derivation, it really means more of like betrayer of uh, of Christ, and and it really has nothing to do with witchcraft. It's uh, yeah, and while it's it, it found usage in in Scots as male witch, it really didn't start being used that way in English until early 19th century fiction writers decided to use it in their spooky books. From there, pop culture ended up latching on to it much more in the 20th century when movies based off of said books happened, um, which was historically used to refer to both men and women. Uh, there are some practitioners that have decided to start calling themselves warlocks, and that's fine, uh, but plenty of male witches will be offended if you call them a warlock. It's, it's the... It's the word they prefer. And honestly, as, as a non-binary person, it's nice to have a neutral term for people who, who practice witchcraft. It's, yeah. <laughs> I was glad that was one question I didn't have to sort out. So what is witchcraft then? This is harder to answer. Like, I don't think I've ever really thought that hard about it. If I'm forced to label it, uh, witchcraft is kind of the umbrella term for any kind of magic work with its roots in folk magic. Be it directly derived from or only vaguely inspired by it, that's where it comes from. Kind of. Maybe sort of. Be Beyond that, I, I, I kind of uh, know it when you see it. So yeah, witchcraft is doing magic stuff. That's, that's, that's what I got. It's, that's a really imprecise de- definition. And uh, <laughs> it's just, you can tell by feel. It's, it's witchcraft. If you're, if you're doing, some people like to uh, separate, like, uh, thalamic stuff and, like, things that are, you know, much colder as, as separate from witchcraft. And I guess you could do that. But really, if you're doing any sort of uh, nature-linked revivalist magical thing based on folk magic in some way shape or form that's witchcraft and yeah that was that was a terrible answer i'm sorry do witches cast spells then yes so 
So doing magic is kind of the whole point. And as you may have figured out, we're not blowing stuff up or shooting lightning unless someone's got a nice Tesla coil I can borrow. Magic is about using your personal energy to exert control over the universe or influence things, I think. That's, that's my point of view. It's complicated. And uh, more importantly, though, just don't expect to be able to make stuff fly across the room unless, you know, you, you pick it up with your hand and throw it. That's... This is... <laughs> This is my throwing a. This is my rock flinging spell. The first step in casting the rock flinging spell is pick up the rock. The second step is throw the rock. You'll notice it started flying. Yeah. It's magic is much more subtle than that. Is witchcraft the same thing as Wicca? So I feel like we maybe hinted at this in the intro, but I recorded that a little separately, so I don't remember what I wrote down or what I said, but Wicca is not the same thing as witchcraft. Wicca is a type of witchcraft. Uh, Wicca is specifically a form of religious witchcraft. And while it's arguably the most practiced formed in at least the United States, there are lots of other kinds. There are other religious forms of witchcraft. There are completely secular paths. And there are even atheist witches, Christian witches, Jewish witches, witches named Steve... Never trust a Steve. Christian witches? How does that work? I have no idea, and you will have to ask them. But they're out there, and they're as legitimate as anyone else. I thought witchcraft was satanic devil worship, though. I'm including this question because I grew up during the satanic panic and therefore compelled to talk about this. It's like in my bones or something. And if you don't know what the Satanic Panic was, I will dedicate a whole episode to that. Don't worry. There's there's a lot of stuff to cover there. Um, most witches are neither Satanists nor devil worshippers. And as always, remember that those are two different things. Uh, there are Satanic witches, but Satanism doesn't actually involve the Christian devil. It's a... And while I'm betting there's someone out there doing some sort of witchcraft that involves the Christian concept of the devil that is far from a mainstream witch thing, and I've honestly never encountered it, but, like, I'm, I'm just kind of hedging my bets instead of saying it's not a thing, because in my experience, there's somebody doing everything. And uh, the only real question is, is that how widespread is it? And uh, I don't think this is that widespread. Um Oh, and if you're confused as to why Satanists would name their religion after Satan, even though they don't worship Satan, you're you're not alone. Most I think it's because they want to be dicks about it. I mean, that's just personal opinion. I've met a lot of Satanists over the years, and if my random sampling is correct, it's a religion that's composed of about 80% assholes. Like, I've met plenty of nice ones too, but there are way more assholes. And mostly I... So... Here's the part of the show where I just give my uh, opinion, and please understand that it's that I think that there's an attraction to Satanists by people who want to be dicks. Um, that's not to say it's not a valid path, not remotely. And again, like I said, about 20% of the Satanists I've met are perfectly nice and pretty neat people. It's just, you know, certain things attract certain kinds of people, and that attracts a certain kind of people. Yeah. You mentioned you're a Wiccan. What do Wiccans believe? I like how I'm talking to myself here. Like I'm not doing both voices in this conversation. 
Uh, so Wicca is a religious form of witchcraft. Uh, most Wiccans believe in a god and goddess. Uh, not everyone worships them, but most of us acknowledge that they're there. There's some versions that don't quite do that. It, eh. One of the more common ideas in Wicca, though not at all universal, is the is that any god or goddess in various mythos are just forms of the god and goddess. Uh, and it's really important that Wiccans not really push that on, you know, non-Wiccan polytheists. And it's also important to understand that there are Wiccans who also view the other gods as separate from the god and goddess. And the most important thing you're going to learn about ever talking about Wicca is that almost everything with Wicca, it's most Wiccans believe because none of it is universal across the faith. It's what happens when you have a very decentralized religion. Um, the god is usually represented by the sun, while the goddess is usually represented by the moon. Uh, the god also the sky, the, the goddess also the earth. Wicca's primary moral philosophy is summed up in what is pretty much the only universal line of quote-unquote scripture in the entire religion of, of Wicca, it's, and that's the Wiccan read. Um, it often gets integrated into like some long poems, and there's a couple of versions of that, but the read which means advice, is, is just the one sentence, the eight words, and it harm none, do as ye will. A lot of Wiccans also believe in the rule of three, where what you do comes back to you threefold, but that's a lot more contentious, and I'm not one of the ones who really agrees with that, and I'm sure that there's a whole episode's worth of debate to mine out of that if we really want to deep dive into that little corner of, of Wicca. Uh, but... Beyond beyond the moral rules, uh, there are a bunch of holidays. Uh, there are eight Sabbaths, which are the kind of the big holidays, uh, which honor the the kind of the cycle of the relationship between the god and goddess throughout the year. Um, some say they they honor the god more, and that's arguable. Ar uh, that's arguably true. Um, then there are the thirteen Esbots, which are kind of which are they're the full moons, and those honor the goddess, and. Uh, besides being the most, you know, commonly practiced form of witchcraft in the West, it's also the biggest neo-pagan religion, too. What the heck is a neo-pagan? <laughs> neo-paganism, sometimes just called paganism, is a movement of revivalist, traditional, and nature-based religions. Besides Wicca, there are a lot of other groups like heathenism and druidism and pop culture paganism and other stuff. I, I'll only ever talk about these in the context that they intersects, intersect with witchcraft. So, like, if it's a neo-pagan religion, but mm, there's no witchcraft involved, I'm probably not going to bring it up. But, again, not all witches are neo-pagans, because not all witchcraft is religion. So that's, that's the debate that I don't really uh, have a strong thought on, and... Maybe people can disagree with me. You see, I came into witchcraft when Wicca was pretty much taking up all the air in the room when it came to the witch word. And that's fine. And, I mean, it's not fine. It was never fine. But uh, societally, then eventually, the rest of us had to open our eyes to the fact that there's other forms of witchcraft. Now, Wicca is a f section of neo-paganism. And, you know, modern pagan movement always made sense. But the pagan movement, as always described, was a uh, is is a religious thing, and so arguably, even someone could be a witch without being a pagan, right? I mean, that just makes sense to me. But I've never really thought too hard about it because I'm so used to thinking of paganism as the umbrella term. But like, 
witchcraft is also an umbrella term and then the the religious witchcraft those sects like sit across the line or people who are neo-pagan like that's wow i'm gonna have to i think we've just spontaneous i'm going i've gone off script right here for a few moments because most of this i scripted out ahead of time i have no idea uh i was gonna hmm this is gonna this is gonna have to lead to some debate or at least a lot more research hmm. anyways back to things that i planned on saying pop culture paganism is a thing oh yeah yeah that was that was in the, my list of yeah i guess i mean i don't know a lot about pop culture paganism and we're definitely going to talk about it on the show probably because at least in to some degree there are pop culture pagan uh witches and so i'll, I'll have to drag one of my friends who knows a lot more about it onto the show if we ever talk about that in depth and i'm sure we will um, this is the purest example about how I don't necessarily need to uh, understand a thing to recognize it as valid, though, because I'll, I don't really quite understand it at all. But whatever, you know, if you're not hurting anyone, you do you. What's the deal with the pentagram or pentacle thingy? Oh, boy. So a pentagram refers to the shape of a five-pointed star. The word effectively means five lines, but uh, because the star the star takes five lines to draw, you know that makes sense. Now, a common occult symbol used by a lot of groups is the encircled pentagram, a five-pointed star with a circle around it. It's pretty ubiquitous. Wiccans use a version. Satanists use a version. Some guy in middle school drew one on the wall with hail satin with an eye underneath it. So I guess fabric worshippers are really into it too. It's really common. Now, you'll see a lot of books on Wicca talk about it as a pentacle instead. And this is where a lot of people get confused. A pentacle is a physical amulet or talisman used to focus spiritual or magical energy. Uh, these actually historically came in a lot of different shapes and designs, including often the six-pointed star if you look at uh, Thelemic stuff. But the most common version of a pentacle is an encircled pentagram. Now, the easy way to keep track of this is that a pentagram is a symbol and a pentacle is an object. So, you know, if if you've got a a pentacle necklace, if you have a if you've it is a symbol of a pentagram and it is a pentacle because it, so the pentagram is a symbol, gram, pentacle pentagram is a symbol pentacle is an object and you know what there's a lot of sources you're going to find out there that contradict me on that but those sources are wrong um i've seen a lot of like wiccan books uh claim that the pentagram is only the inverted version or uh that you know the the pentagram is satanic the pentacle isn't and that's all of that's that is, that is nonsense, and it's due to the satanic panic, and again, um, to the 80s and 90s, and that, that really kind of uh, skewed things a lot, and a lot of scared witches wrote some incorrect stuff to get away from the image of devil worship, and it was, when it comes down to it, it was a PR campaign, and we're going to do a whole episode talking about this stuff, but um, regardless of what you see, pentagram, regardless of the orientation, whether it's two points up or one point up, those are both pentagrams. 
And the physical object itself, even if it's on paper, like a piece of paper with it printed there, that is still a pentacle. Because again, pentacle object, pentagram symbol, it's not hard. And your pentacle necklace is a pentagram. It is both because it is both an object and a symbol. Get it? So it's fine. You're not calling it the... You can't call it the wrong thing. That's just... <laughs> um, if you've got a five-pointed star in a circle, you can call both because in some respect or aspect, it's both. How many witches are there? Oh my God, there are a lot. Uh, religioustolerance.org estimates that in the United States there may be up to three million Wiccans alone, not including other forms of witchcraft. There are, frankly, a lot of us out there, but most people would never notice. Uh, most witches don't advertise it, and uh, religious forms of witchcraft, like Wicca, don't have centralized churches. We usually just splinter off and practice in private or secret. I would say it's to hide from persecution, and while that's true for some witches, for the rest of us there are other reasons. Like, I didn't bring it up in public for a good decade because I just got sick of explaining myself and having to deliver a 101 lesson on Wicca and witchcraft every time I met someone new. Now I guess I can just direct people to this podcast. <laughs> do all witches do tarot, scry, astrology, other thing I've heard of? Nope. Look, how each witch practices their craft varies, and some witches may do some, all, or none of those things you mentioned, even the, the one that was vague. Uh, heck, for example, I don't do tarot at all. I mean, I think it's cool, and I believe it works, but I don't know anything about card spreads or the major and minor arcana, and I just, you know, picked up those terms from being in this scene long enough, and, you know, I, I know the basic history of it, but... And, and the general concept, but I don't I do not do it myself. Um, likewise, I don't put much stock into astrology anymore, even though I used to. I mean, I think my reasoning's pretty sound. My, my moon rising and sun signs are all Virgo, along with a few other planets were in that sign when I was born. And anyone who's met me would know why that's hysterical. I'm literally sitting in squalor right now. Like, I'm, I'm not kidding. I am, this is, my, my apartment is a mess. And my way of cleaning is usually shove all the crap in my office and close the door so my wife doesn't have to see it. Uh, but but I scry, you know, um, other stuff. Uh, it's uh, I've I've done astral projection for a while until I had some bad experiences. I do other stuff. Everyone's practice is unique, and that's a good thing. And there's there's not a a single thing that all witches do. Honestly, we we're all doing derivations of different stuff. I saw the word skyclad in a book one time. What is skyclad? Well, well, it's a thing you should never do in weather that's below 50 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, no, uh, it means naked. There are people who like to do stuff naked. I am not one of those people. And I am from Wisconsin. It is cold, and I don't want people seeing me naked. Uh, if someone... It's, if you... <laughs> If you meet uh, someone who's a witch and they insist uh, that you need to be sky-clad for a ritual and you are uncomfortable with it, just get out of that situation. Uh, there is absolutely nothing that requires you to do this. It's a... It's a... Speak with some BTW groups. I... Uh, 
Yeah, like, on the other hand, like, if you're into it, just, you know, like, and, and you want to do stuff sky-clad, make, just make sure everyone present uh, consents to you taking your pants off. I mean, that's, that should be the standard policy in life, to, to make sure that if you're going to take your pants off in a, in a room or in a place that everyone present, like, be cool with that. And if anyone's not cool with that, don't do it. You know, it's just, I don't know why I put the... Yeah. It's it. This is a thing that I think everyone needs to know that there are people who are into this, but I am not into this, and I am, I am not going to talk about it anymore. Why do I keep seeing magic spelled with a K at the end? Well, Alistair Crowley did it, and even though he was a douchebag, everyone thought it looked cool and started doing it too. That's that's the actual answer. People say it's because they want to differentiate the spell work that witches do from the parlor tricks and illusions of popular entertainers. But I, th I think it's just because uh, we witches like to be a tad pretentious. I mean, I spell it with a K a lot, too, so what does that say about me? Um, anyways, it's it, it's kind of silly, and it doesn't really lend itself to the English language well. I mean, it, try try to, like, you know use that word, you know, someone who practices magic with a C is a magician, but try spelling that word with a K, and suddenly you end up with a magician. Magician! Sounds like a cranky old farmer complaining about his chickens the more I hear it. Magicians! Magicians! Yeah, I'm, I'm not as funny as I think I am. Is witchcraft dangerous? Is driving a car dangerous? Like, so think of it as driving a car. It's if you're careful, you know what you're doing, and you make sure you're prepared before you head out into the world, driving a car is perfectly safe. Or you could get in one having no idea to operate it and accidentally drive it into a tree at 90 miles an hour. So yeah, there, there are dangers in witchcraft. But if you take precautions, and you read about what you're doing, and you don't ingest that herb... Unless you know exactly what what that is, uh, it can be perfectly safe if you, if you know what you're doing. Uh, the the key is again, take friggin' precautions. In truth, though, uh, you know, with most witchcraft, like again, unless you do that thing where you like eat the wrong herb. Uh, you're far more likely to die on a highway than doing witchcraft. Don't do witchcraft on the highway. That's 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 my new advice. Are you a good witch or a bad witch? I think I'm pretty all right most of the time. Meh. Okay, so that was a lot of me talking. And hopefully I answered any basic questions you had. And if I didn't, tell me. You can contact this podcast by going to bsfreewitchcraft.trhonline.com. Yeah, or you can find me on Tumblr or Twitter with the username Tregorn, T-R-A-E-G-O-R-N. And if you'd like to support this show, I do have a Patreon at patreon.com slash Tregorn. And, uh... Yeah, that's where we're going to end this episode. And normally this will be a monthly podcast, but in these first couple episodes we're updating a bit more frequently than that just to get some content out onto the magical web. And next episode, in episode two of Bullshit Free Witchcraft, we are going to be talking about what it actually takes to become a witch. Spoiler. 
it's it's doing some witchcraft. That's that's the whole answer. Just saved you, whatever. How long? But it's gonna be a fun episode. Uh, so you'll get to hear about how I became a witch. I've got some. I got a friend coming on. He's gonna talk about their experience, and it's it's just gonna be overall on a neat show. So anyways, that's the end of our show, and uh, at some point I'm going to come up with a nice witty tagline to end this, but until then, Mary, we meet, Mary, we part. Witchcraft is as much science as it is religion and art. I don't know. that. Well, I'm not saying that again ever. <laughs>